Rolling Stone podcast. Roofing, it's it's not like I will say there's like a firefighters there's a, though. There's a third category, and it involves a foreign country that borders us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, it, like roofing is a commendable job, but it's not like like thank you for your service, like a firefighter is. It's it's uh, it's like wow, that's really hard. I'm gonna go over here because I feel <laughs> yeah. like there's something wrong with you because you choose to be a roofer. Yeah, you had all of the manual trades, the manual labor trades at your mm. disposal. Could have learned any of them. You went yeah. with roofing. You said, yeah, you know it was either death row or roofing. So uh, <laughs> I think I got a pretty good deal. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Everyone who does roofing has been in solitary confinement before. And they're like, yeah, not so bad. <laughs> That's how you get parole. <laughs> they're like, what's a, what's a worser hell than solitary confinement? Put them on a roof in june uh that's fine yeah. august in florida yeah i was uh you you met him at the wedding uh Haley rizzo's brother brian works construction and he was like telling me around like this like last holiday season um how he was like in boston he wasn't roofing he does like bigger like yeah. you know skyscraper buildings and he was just I like talking oh yeah, yeah yeah he can hold the conversation so yeah I was he, like, yeah, <laughs> his like big, big job that like just blew me away was he was just hanging from the side of a 20 story building in the middle of Boston, just like repelling down and just like putting in a rebarb into like a concrete block, you know, that hundreds of feet above the ground. Thousands. Wow. Yeah, that's another one where I'm like, what is uh, our, our days are different. Me and you, Brian. <laughs> We are not, in fact, the same. Mm-mm. Well, welcome to Trollstone Stone Podcast. Um, that was uh, the uh, the Stones' take on uh, manual labor. Yeah. Um, we are for it. Um, yeah. I've often considered support, like, like supporter of the unionization of laborers, big time. Yep. Did Labor Day already happen? Yeah. Yeah, well, good for them. I think they deserve I was that in Boston. They deserve that long ho- holiday. Yeah, that's right. It was like right on my wedding. Yeah, they deserve that long weekend. Yeah, I mean, we all do. No, but they do. But they, specifically, they. If do. if I had to forfeit my long holiday to allow the laborers to have their long weekend, I would I would do it because they deserve um, it, Duncan. Speaking I'm, of labor. I'm woke, but only for uh, day laborers. Yes. Or um, they deserve more rights than I do. Migrant workers also in that category. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, where are they coming from? Where are they migrating from? You know, yeah. you, get, you, see, you see what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah. Where are they migrating from? Build the wall is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking like where they are they, are we taking away jobs from people from Middleton and they're coming in from you know Newton? That's uh that's too far of a drive. That's a bad commute. <laughs> Says the guy who's taking away jobs in Lynn. I ain't nobody want to work in Lynn. Let me tell you that. <laughs> a lot of people want to work in Middleton. <laughs> ain't nobody want to work in Middleton. No. Um, speaking of labor, I labored long and hard so I could buy a, yet another pair of shoes. Yay! Let me see. So are those 
Are those Air Maxes? Yeah, the Air Max 90s. They're the 90s, okay, because they look they look different. I was gonna what were the ones that you and the producer were wearing at Brad Tav? Forget um, already. They're the Air Max pre-days. Pre-days, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like that, it's the different, like what's like the model? Is it just like an Air Max pre-day is the model? Because it's yeah. like that different one, it's like a little jagged on the back end. Things yeah, they're, stick out they're a little almost bit more. like they're almost like if you made an Air Max and a the Nike Shocks have sex, mm. and then that you got Air Max pre days, pre day sneakers. Let me see this. Yeah, I really like the look of those. They're like they're clean. Future. Maybe that's the next buy on StockX mm. when uh, no one's paying attention to the bank account. I got these on StockX for close to I would say seventy five dollars under like market price yeah wait 75 dollars under market yeah, they're, price they're normally oh. like 130 to 150 and i got them for 78 okay and plus shipping and fees and jerk I off did... i'm like can i just can you guys just not authenticate it and i'll yeah roll the dice and like just... i'll yeah i'll just i'll just assume that they're that they're legit i'll um, tell everyone they're authentic i don't care yeah you know it's uh, like like, what's the difference between them being made in one factory by Chinese children and then in a different factory by just different Chinese children? By, like, like Vietnamese children. Yeah, it's like what six one way have a dozen the other. I, I would like rather these... the ones that Danny DeVito is supervising. Yeah. I like a lot of good men died in that sweatshop. Um, I like these the names to these. There's the Hasta Anth- Anthracite. Yep. The Voodoo Doll Mystic Navy, Lightbone, Have a Good Game, <laughs> Black White, Chlorophyll. I like these chlorophyll go. ones. Oh, no, wait. The chlorophyll like ones actually grow if you leave them in the sunlight and water them. Excuse me? Uh, hold on. I got a. You don't know the Wi Fi password, Sarah? The fuck? Can you airdrop it again? You airdrop it. I don't know how to do that. I need it. We're live on podcast having Sarah, who we've lived in this apartment. We have lived you can, here for if you go quite to the sometime. Wi to settings Wi Fi, and then you can say share password with other people. There we go. I just did it. We've lived in this apartment for a year and a half, and Sarah doesn't know the Wi Fi password. Yes, I do. I swear to God. <laughs> this is it. Um, back to your shoes. Um, do you have you have you put them on yet? Have you you walked oh, yeah. around the the Red Circle store yet? They're very comfortable. I haven't walked mm. around the Red Circle store. I think I'm going to wear them tomorrow. Yeah, because tomorrow's a big time mail it in day. The yeah, it's Thursday, my friend. Every day is a big time mail it in day, but I have to work this weekend, so we mail it in Thursday, Friday, and then we actually put some semblance of effort in Saturday, yeah. Sunday, and then we go back to mailing it in Monday, Tuesday. It's a it's a great way to it's a great way to live, I think. You know, I work six days in a row and actually work like two of them. We're also so going me- to see Father John Misty tomorrow. I, so we can get into that. I um, or as I call him, Daddy John Misty. Yeah, it's uh, Daddy come lately, if you will. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, daddy, come on my face. <laughs> I know. I was going to say the misty part is the daddy C-U-M lately. Yeah. Um, where are you seeing him? Uh, Bridgestone, I think. Nice. Um, are you for sure? But I think I would assume he does arenas. Um, have you seen it? Like I, I've heard of him. He's like one of those guys that no, he's playing the Ryman actually. Oh, cool. So I'll get to sit down. Oh, incredible, dude. I've, I've, I think maybe once tried to, you know how I know about Father John Misty was he was on a YouTube channel, um, the AV club where they do AV undercover, which is like, just, they bring in random people and they cover songs. Yeah. And he did a version, I think, of Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Okay. And I didn't like it. So then no. I was like, you know what? I, I'm not going listen to listen to Father John Misty. No more. It, is he the one he's just like, like, it's like gospel, almost like gospel sounding. You don't know? Who's Father John Misty? Who is this? I'm guy? along for the ride. I think he's a little more rock than, uh, I think he, he's a little more rock than roll. I would say he's a little bit more role than The Rock. Father John Misty. Real the the number one song on here is Real Love Baby. He does have his number three song is Buddy's Rendezvous. This is what I thought. It's just easy listening. I don't think you're in for like a pit or anything, but there's going to be so, some inebriated people near you that are just like you got to clear a room for them for them to spin, just yeah. like just um, to just to spin, and they have like long, wispy, flowing garb. I've only been to comedy shows at the Ryman. Mm-hmm. The Ryman is a converted church, so it's all pew seating. Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, what this man knows his demographic. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I may just get I may just get high. And yeah, I think that would be good vibe out. That was that was a a joke from like Family Guy of all places. I don't watch Family Guy, but Facebook has constantly put Family Guy like highlights on my facebook page it's because richard sends them to us yeah the metaverse is like they love family guy yeah of all the like family guy is so low brow not like low brow in the sense of like oh it's crude and crass and it's like you know that no it's just like bad it's It's just just like it's a show for stupid people to be honest it's it's yeah it's a bunch of um really like actually creative funny people somehow realize that they could make a ton of money by animating a show in which they didn't like go for like like creative jokes like the simpsons did or mm. like you know like actual plot lines like it's just how can we get to the low-hanging fruit as a hey, yeah that's, as possible. that's exactly what it is it, the family guy was was made for um people oh. who wear uh cookie monster um pajama pants I was going to say um, Joey Miles. Yeah. 
monster any energy drinking uh skull long cut like cherry long cut yeah, yeah. it's green apple <laughs> yeah it's those people and it's just it's just upsetting <laughs> because you're right because i think seth mcfarlane is a genuinely funny and a talented guy but it's just he's he has found a team of writers that is just doing like just the bare minimum yeah like pee pee poo poo jokes the simpsons don't even do pee pee poo poo but like i said like i think that like i they just stumbled into like they have some like money pit where they're making like because like the you know south park like it's middle south park is beyond pee pee poo it's they started out as pee pee poo poo jokes but as trey parker and the other guy matt stone like grew and matured the show grew if anything, Family Guy started mature and like plummeted into you know infancy in yeah. terms of comedy. I mean, it, like, it's a middle America. It's a middle America half brain show. It's it's also I feel like it's it's conflicting because then it's also like such a major part of like popular culture. It is in the zeitgeist, but hmm. like really like. like what is like the the thing from Family Guy that's like oh Family Guy? It's is it the Stewie? The it's just the character of Stewie Griffin and the character of Peter Griffin, and that's it. No, I think like Peter versus the giant chicken is like a is like a is in oh. the zeitgeist. It's like that is like <clears throat> yeah. a uh, uh, that is a cornerstone <clears throat> within well, you know it goes back the to known that universe that uh what is it the am i the asshole where it's the guy who goes into the waffle house and fights the cook every time yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah, everyone yeah. has an experience like that where it's like you're just banging your head against the wall in life and it's like not yeah. it's not it's never gonna change you're just doomed to do the same thing over and over and over again i mean i, I you know i i, I would really be calling myself like a big hypocrite if i continued on but i we all watched family guy i left it in middle school though yeah like i 100%. watched it and i was like i'm a freshman probably, now i'm moving on to something else i probably like there were a couple times that we probably like went over to somebody's house and like whatever oh, in high school and it's like, just on at like the warren household yeah always and like we would just be like all right like this is fine like i'm gonna you know but I think I I think I was over the Medford house and someone got drunk and they just put on Family Guy highlights. But I do remember like having it's, a, it's having a big a sobering thought, being like, "What are we watching right now?" Like Family Guy, really? It's big Turbs humor. That's like we have unraveled the piece of yarn and we found <laughs> the center. That's that's it. Yeah. Say no more. Like I actually you know, when we speaking of like The Simpsons, I um was like in between i had made dinner early um and then i got sarah like an hour after i'd already made dinner reheated it and was just like waiting for her to like set everything up and i put on the simpsons just because it was like the literally the second thing i saw um the best episode homer in the monorail the best episode where miss uh the like traveling salesman played by phil hartman uh r.i.p comes into Springfield and proposes that they build this big multi-million dollar monorail and then it like causes all this strife in Springfield and then by the end Homer is a worker for the monorail and uh it runs out of it like breaks and it like can't be stopped and they go why don't we just turn off the power 
<laughs> and the people working in like the booth go, we can't, it's solar power. And they're like, when will they learn about clean energy? And then the sun is eclipse happen. And then Leonard Nimoy is there. And it's just like, oh, the eclipse, this is how it goes. And then like he, the goes by. <clears throat> and the funny, my, I laughed, but the hardest at Homer <clears throat> is screaming at Bart, who's also in the cockpit of the monorail. I forget how that happened. But he he's screaming about how they can't stop it. And then he gets a phone call on the little monorail, the the phone, and he picks up he from screaming goes, Yellow. And Sparge <laughs> on the other end. He's just like, Oh my, you gotta stop it. And he goes, Yellow. Yellow. Um see, that is good humor. Is yeah, the Simpsons is yeah, highbrow. Not peepee peepee poo poo jokes, but situational, like the absurdity of the monorail and the traveling salesman coming in and Leonard Nimoy being there. And but like not once was it like ha, I farted. It's not that jokes. It's just it's highbrow. Yeah. Um. No. And like I have nothing against like when Richard sends us clips of Family Guy. Like I will watch. Oh, I do. Chuckle. I do. <laughs> if it's a classic family guy one, but I think he sent one recently that was like from like the last, like the more recent season. And it like that was like in the caption. It was just like, don't forget to watch, you know, family guy season fucking seven million on yeah. TBS. And I'm like, Richard, this is recent. Family yeah. Guy. So like and they're still doing know. like the same Mexican jokes that they've been doing for. Two yes, decades. exactly. It's like it. <clears throat> it's to be honest, it's like. I can't remember a like again, I haven't watched it in forever, but like a joke at the expense of white people. Yeah. Maybe well, it's like Peter Griffin and his family are the joke of white people in like New England and like the small little town of Coog, but all of their like cutaway jokes are all like one the one I remember is the OJ one, where like it was Brian and his black roommate that he never had. Where like they they're like and OJ is guilty and the black uh, roommate jumps off and goes no and the, Brian goes yeah and they're like oh <laughs> I guess we're not room like that's the joke yeah but then yeah Mexican people like <clears throat> the low hanging fruit of like Asian stereotypes that's yep. that is Family well, Guy's bread and butter it's a guy it shows the like ridiculousness and hypocrisy of the United States as well as like the general cancel culture that like. God forbid a white man voice a poo on the Simpsons for three decades, but yeah. we're just going to let all of family guides slide. I, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's for, it's made for middle America. Like yeah. it is <clears throat> like the, the, the fringe of the United States, both coastlines, they enjoy the, does it still uh, air mainly on Fox? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, they got the animation, both family guy and the Simpsons are both on Fox. But I really think I didn't know if they made it like straight to TBS. Well, that's in syndication. But I think like as soon as like the new season comes out, it's like, oh, right. Say syndication yep. on TBS as I think as it's soon as uh, what, like uh, the late games of the Sunday are the Braves. Over. Yeah, guy. the brave. Bam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or I was going to say like the it's, it's family guy is smattered in syndication in between Braves games on yeah. TBS. <laughs> yeah. But Between I think the it's like MLB playoffs. This the allure and the popularity of the Simpsons goes as far as like Ohio, and then it picks back up in Colorado. But then the rest of the middle of the country, that's all it's family like guy. Family country. guy, family that's guy, fa family guy. Yeah, that's family guy country out yeah. in the Midwest. Hey, oh, buddy, <laughs> middle America is family guy country. Yeah.
Um, speaking of absurd uh, characters, I don't know why, but I went down a rabbit hole uh, in class um, in front of students watching Leo Spichemin highlights from 30 Rock. Do you know Leo Spichemin? Dr. Spaceman? No. <laughs> it's Tracy Morgan. He's like it's in the first season and Tracy like does it fucks uh, fucks up his face or does something and Liz Lemon goes Tracy you got to get to a doctor and he goes oh I know I got to go see Dr. Spaceman and then he like walks <laughs> off and like, Tracy goes uh Liz Lemon goes like he's I don't know Dr. Spaceman is not real um so like we, we got to find Tracy Jordan a excuse me a real doctor and everything and then it's um Chris Parnell you know, like, uh, hey, yo, place. what up, Pons? Yo, Sandberg, what's cracking? You think yeah. what I'm thinking? No, 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 that's what's happening. That's Chris. So, Chris Parnell plays Dr. Leo Spachemin, and he comes and he goes, Hello, my name is Dr. Leo Spachemin. And he goes, Dr. Spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you see his, like, his, it's literally a spelled spaceman. It's like <laughs> Spaceman MD, Leo, Spa- Leo Spachemin. <laughs> he goes, no, I'm. He's got all these fucking. Cra- you can just search gifts of yeah. Leo Spachemin. and he goes. Now I may not be a doctor, and then like <laughs> Tracy goes, but you are a doctor, and he goes, oh yeah, that's right. I always forget that. But he <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he go- he takes out a piece of paper and he goes, Liz. This is when another episode. He goes, Liz. I don't know how to tell you this, but you have low toner. Into <laughs> paper. You have what's called low toner. <laughs> it's just like you just like when we're done, Google or on YouTube, go Leo Spachemin highlights. It is breath. It's some of the funniest parts of 30 Rock is either Tracy Jordan or like Lutz being weird or Dr. Spaceman. Again, okay. So this is we're gonna get metaverse here. 30 Rock is its brilliance lies in it is making fun of those useless people in our society but in reality those useless people are that they're making fun of are the ones watching family guy yes like leo shemin is a family guy man every day and he's like I gotta fire up Family Guy. He, like I'm rewatching yeah, it for the fourth time. He is a licensed and certified physician for to Tracy yeah. Jordan, but he only likes Family Guy on TBS. Yeah, that's <laughs> all he'll watch. Yeah, it's that, or uh, like he'll he'll put it on pause for football or like the Mets games, and that's it. Oh no, he Leo. If you don't know the character, that he's like watching like tennis. I gotta Even find better, dude. He's like. He's like, I got to see my boy Rafa at the U.S. Open. Leo Spa, Leo Spachemin. Also, have you seen this, like, old man playing tennis that's been going around the internet? Who the hell is that guy? <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm looking. <laughs> I, I didn't hear what you said. Old man tennis? Yeah, there's some old guy that I've been seeing videos of who's just playing tennis. Like, pretending to be... Is it a guy that is old or is he pretend? Is it like a dr- doctor? Uh, is it like a Drew League type of thing? No, it's like he's there's like a crowd. I don't know. 
I, I have I'm not a uh, I'm not well versed in my recent tennis acquisitions. I searched tennis ball, and this was one of the images that I got. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I'm just gonna be sending you Doctor Leos Pachemin quotes. Sounds like you could use a little. Oh, what the? Is that a man with his penis out? No, it's not out. It's I searched tennis ball and that tweet came up. Uh, uh, <clears throat> yes. And he said, this is the tweet. Revived my dressing gown. Hand wash with 125 milliliters of vinegar. Machine wash at 40 degrees Celsius with no fabric softener and hardly any detergent. Hang dry, then tumble dry for 10 minutes with a tennis ball. It's like new again. Is that the old guy playing tennis? And he's also just found a way to use tennis balls in the laundry process. No, but I am getting some real weird results for just the phrase tennis ball. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like. Get up. There you go. I'm watching preseason Celtics while we're recording as well. Carenti's at this game um, as well as the one on Monday. And he asked if I wanted to go um, and I backed out. I wouldn't have been able to record the podcast if I was actually at this game. Would have had a story to tell. Oh, which I almost forgot. You're going to Father John Misty um, on Saturday. I'm going with, uh, namely, Benjamin Nelk and a couple other people um, to a kick-ass concert in Mansfield, Xfinity Center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told I'm me going to Alice in Chains, Breaking Benjamin, and Bush. I'm pumped for Alice in Chains. We're getting a van. Oh, you're getting a van? That's like I, I'm Ben texted me today. Yeah. And and was like, hey, um, get to Medford by like one ish so we can maybe like probably like try to get to Mansfield by like before three. And we are taking a van. So I'm assuming it's like a lot of people are going. And so I just I don't know. I like we took a van on the bachelor party that Pat Slack ordered. So it's like, I'm, I'm having some PTSD already of like, Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. That guy's going to try to come to the concert with you. You can start passing PBRs back when we get, yeah. when we're driving back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very excited for Allison chains. I'm assuming RJ's coming. Cause he is the rooster, but um, that's a push off. What the fuck? Um, I don't know what to expect. So, I mean, um, you'll have to see if I'm alive next week. Uh, Allison Chains. No, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not thinking that there's going to be like a pit or anything. Mansfield's not also like not a spot. I know there's the law. I don't also don't know where, where we are. I paid 20 something dollars for the tickets. So I'm assuming like maybe we're sitting in seats and not on the lawn. I can't remember. I feel like you're probably on the lawn. Probably. Either way. The lawn's the, lawn's the place to be, though. Yeah. I'm thinking of taking a flask with me. It's probably a good move. I have uh, somewhere on my person in this house, I have like travel flasks mm-hmm. that are like, which is very redundant since a flask is meant to be liquor on the go. Department um, of Redundancy Department. Yeah. But it is. Uh, what do you call it? Like, like a pla- a plastic bag with like a water bottle cap on top. So it's like I can actually like 
not if there is a metal detector i'm, I'm not going to be stuck or anything like it, it I, i'll just like seal it to my body what is that this is a fake portable charger that's actually a flask wow that's not that, yours no it's not mine <laughs> we got them from the last time you- but yeah. then uh, we left it in the sun, so now it has a bubble in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And you're like, oh, it's just the battery bubbling up. You know yeah. how batteries bubble. <laughs> it's a, a lithium-ion bomb. Yeah. This is going to explode at any moment and just sear acid into my thigh. <laughs> so yeah. It doesn't pose a threat to anyone except for me, and I'm choosing yeah. that. What would, be, what would be tits? I got to go find that flask. Is I'm going to make... Old make drink. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna pre-make old fashions, I think. And like maple maybe maple old fashions, or, may, mm-hmm. or maybe I just do like my I'll just take sugar and put it into the fucking thing. I don't know. Or like make like a simple syrup, or maybe go buy some, I don't know. But I'll pre-make <laughs> I'll pre-make old fashions and put it in the flask and then like do my thing with it. It's not a bad idea. And then, because then just, I mean, like, once you cruise through that, just switch to beers and have a couple beers to end your Oh, yeah, yeah. You're good to go. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm taking that in and I'm going to have it on my body. It's going to get nice and warm. And yep. I am, uh, like, then going to start, like, popping it later in the night. Like, when Alice in Chains comes on, probably I'm going to, like. Well, the elite move is go get, like, uh, a Coke from the, the vendor, vendor and then use that ice. Because. You're not gonna yeah. be upset about a little. Coke I I just in there. I just I just assumed you were talking about like, or then maybe I just oh no, because I mean an old fashioned is basically all liquor. Um, I was just like saying thinking that you're like go get a can of Coke and then like roll it on the flask. I'm like I don't know what you're talking about. You're like, are do you watch Family Guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start asking you. You get you into Family Guy? You like Family yeah. Guy or what? Yeah, I am. Seem, are you from seem Nebraska? Like a Family Guy kind of person. Where are you from? Wisconsin? That sounds like a family guy. That sounds like a family guy state. That's family guy country. I'll be over here. Don't talk to me. Okay, so another trash person thing is uh, I spent a lot of today watching the top posts of all time in a subreddit called I Took Too Much. (laughs) Okay. And it's, I mean, it is just like, I think I really got myself into a depression because it's just like the those fringes of humanity where you see what like substance abuse does to people. It's scary. I think I saw some of it today at the gym, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah. or outside of the gym. I'm sorry. It's nice that you saw my dad there. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad be crack. Your dad be crack a lacking on Twitter the other day. (laughs) Having a good old time. Uh, It was a ricochet shot at my dad. (laughs) Sorry. Hand up. (laughs) (laughs) That's your, your dad is only on like probably a copious amounts of ibuprofen and yeah. like a five hour energy, a, re- yeah. a lot of Red Bull. Yeah, a lot of Red Bull and 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a couple of Benadryls. Who knows? He's getting but little, getting a little gronk, scronky at the. Some highlights team. were like clips of um, people in like positions of power or like <clears throat> just like 
something important where they were very clearly just geeked out on cocaine. Like they were just yeah. doing like all the jaw stuff and they're in like a deposition from like the Senate or something. And you're like, what are you doing? Oh my God. <laughs> and is it the like these senators or whoever is like it was somebody whoever posted somebody, is the people? Somebody that was just doing like, like a deposition for like something related to Trump, one of Trump's many legal issues was just like, I mean, sitting there like See, and Going back to it, going back to it, family guy country. I think a lot of Trump's cabinet and a lot of people he's associated with are just are millionaires, are people who are very wealthy, but they are wealthy in terms of like they have large fields of corn in Nebraska and they make a lot of money off of that. Like they have the largest plot of land in you know, like a like North Dakota, and they're just growing or they just have like inherited a bunch of money. Yeah, and they're just like I do. I just watch Family Guy all day. They're there's incest cousin, third yeah. cousin removed from like a Rockefeller. And they've just been like <sighs> it just like a leak of a million dollars every 10 years comes falls into their lap and they're yeah. friends with Trump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Um but then the other one was um the like medical examiner or something i forget exactly what his title was but he was some sort of like doctor that was advising on yeah. the johnny A man of heard case yeah and the, i mean this man was and depp saw it like so there's footage of him going <laughs> and being like what like, the i know fuck that, is that guy i doing? know exactly what that guy i know on. what he's on <laughs> yeah but then I think my favorite one was it was a man who seemed to be in the Middle East. He was kind of dressed in that manner. And he was like kind of sitting on like a couch in what seemed to be like a stone sort of like he's sitting on the Iron Throne. (laughs) Yeah. And he, I think, was on like opium or something. Playing with a handgun. He fire pumps one in the ceiling. And then he like turns it over and he like changes the mag and then just bop hole in his hand. <laughs> I was like, what? Jesus Christ. Yeah. But it was mostly. And what just- was he? Some This was a Middle Eastern guy. Yeah. And he was just like a, an official of some type. He was, Or he was just like a man. He was just. You, oh, wait. Was- you watched him watch the video of him doing this. Yeah. Oh, no. And it was just like squirting. And he was like, "What? Yeah, all set. Yeah, uh, but, but it was mostly just people like oh, nodding smart. off in public places. Like it was a lot of like, you know, subway worker making the sandwich and <laughs> nodding off. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, public park benches, trains, that kind of, you know, your normal nice. stuff. Crackheads getting in fights. Um, yeah, yeah, it was I love a that. Really interesting day for me. I don't know. Yeah, into the did you go to work? Of- no <laughs> you were just locked up uh in your room i was watching other people right od just <laughs> yeah. that's it's that that meme where you're just like your 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 face is slowly being sucked into <clears throat> the internet people um, nodding off on trains is always funny though because they can't like predict the movement so like it stops and they're just like oh oh yeah they've <laughs> they, they launched themselves like a fucking cannonball through like the the three plated uh window at the back of the, the each subway car yeah. um yeah. what i was saying about like potential subs i will come out of the gym today we can get into talking about the gym because i wanted to R- woo, all weed 
and I'm like a guy walks by and I go, wow, that guy really smells like weed. And he keeps going, but I'm looking at him like, he's definitely not a weed man. I look on the other side of me. <laughs> it is uh, a double carriage, like a, like a stroller and just like two people just passing a doink back and forth. And I'm like, just, ah, just right outside the, the liquor somehow, <laughs> right outside the liquor store too. Just, yeah. you know, uh, you know, Rembrandt couldn't have painted it any better yeah um i wanted to just ch chat with you about how your gym um ventures are going of recent um good stuff good. i feel like i uh hopped up with a couple of things like i have like my squats went up recently because i fixed my form slightly mm -hmm. and then bench i just felt good last week and muscled out an extra 10 pounds for like four reps i think I've, I've probably asked this a thousand times do you keep like a log like if like the the numbers or like do you have a notebook or what, what nope. do you do? nope oh i it's just, you just like... by memory being like the last time i picked up you know a, a different yeah. number and i'm picking up a higher number now i'm vaguely aware of my i don't test it but i'm vaguely aware of my one rep max and then i just try to live in that like 60 to 80 percent of your one rep max yeah exactly and just i have of... no i i am nebulous to that i have no idea nice to you because uh, i also like, like a lot of the stuff i do isn't really like max stuff like stuff that yeah. you would be like i'm maxing this out on I've, um, I've i've hit the point in my life where i feel that as long as i can still do it all and it doesn't hurt that much um yeah. <clears throat> i'm good i i feel like i was just telling my father-in-law that um i feel like i'm in like the second or third best shape of my life right now yeah um i have definitely cut back on some drinking like the week before the wedding i was like gym three times a week um eating super healthy only like drinking like one day on the weekend um it was a lot of drinking on that one day but yeah um i but... was like in the certain light like right after the gym certain light hits me and i'm like wow things are popping i'm looking good i was just like i was happy with myself my body for once yeah for like I'm... for like a short period of time it's gone now but it was it was there for a little bit there was a, <clears throat> there was a twinkle in my eye so i have been actively trying to just put on weight for the past mm. like six months or so mm. and so i'm up from like 155 to 175 and i'm wow. trying to get to probably like one i think like realistically if i can get to like 185 195 maybe by like january or february and, and then, then i'll just like and then cut back, cut back down to like 175 yeah because a lot of it is just like i like i don't pay like i i pay attention to my diet in that i'm like this is like the protein I want to get. And these are like the certain things I want to get. Yeah. But other than that, I just eat whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah. Um, so like, it really is just like bulking. Like I'm just, yeah. I eat like a goddamn fucking cow and it's just <laughs> at all I, times. Knock on wood. Today was like the first day where I really like just forgot to like pack anything. I had a bowl of easy Mac that I just had in my room. Um, but that was the only thing I consumed until I got to the gym. And after the gym, I had my protein shake and then just had shrimp tacos. And that those are the only three things I've consumed today. 
yeah. is mac and cheese, <clears throat> which is not healthy. Mac no. and cheese, three cups of coffee, um, a protein shake and shrimp tacos. I, I'm, I'm getting into the groove of like being back into like the, what, like I sleep for like seven hours and then I don't have my, I really don't eat until I get home, which is another like seven hours. So I'm on like a 14 to 15 hour fast. Yeah. And like, I hit like my, my moment where I'm like, okay, like it doesn't, it's not uncomfortable that I'm like this hungry and anything it goes day to day. But, um, that was when in my first year of teaching, um, I was doing like those 15, 16 hour fasts and not working out. Cause I didn't have a gym yet. And just being like, not emaciated, but like in yeah. decent health in like, like fit. Yeah. Just cause it was I, like, I was just cutting back. Mm, shit. My whole, the moral of the story with my eating and weight is like, I just, I don't look that great right now. And like, I'm fine with that. Like I can tell that I've made progress in like beautiful body areas. You and, like, I don't look body. like shit at all. Like I, no. I just like, it is the that, thing that voice inside my head that I see myself in the mirror and I go, you look like a fat piece yeah. of shit. You, you don't because looking at you now, you don't have like fat face. Like I no. get easily. I'm like also, I, dude, I've I, been powering through gum. I'm trying to get a jawline. Yeah. There you go. See, I will drink just a little bit too much water and have like a couple pita chips. That's all salt. And then it's just all like right, right in here, right in the gullet. And I can't mm-hmm. stand it. So uh, I, the solution is I just eat more pita chips and drink less water. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. I have Problem I have solved. the I have the pita chip lights, the <laughs> the ones that are like super thin and crispy. Uh, yeah, I just I'm I'm cool. I'm like happy in the gym. Like I, I threw up like two seventy five dumbbell flat bench the other day, um, which in my head, I'm like, oh, like I'm where I would be if I were actually like barbell benching, even though it's 150 pounds in my hands, like the offset of like them being dumbbells and i'm all over the place with it i could probably one one max rep maybe 225 and then call it a day and then like want to explode yeah and then i go and lay i won't be i won't be doing that unless i don't know like it's an empty gym and i I can have a beer after i can have a beer afterwards like it's a it's a life and death situation my shoulder has been acting up and so like i'm i was thinking about it the week after the wedding like you know what i'm feeling good about myself my shoulder hasn't been hurting my back hasn't been hurting why don't i do barbell bench and uh i then i forgot to go to the gym one day or just didn't have time and i was like okay i'm not doing that again like i'm yeah. back to my shoulder hurting i will it's now at the point where i do wait every everything sucks i was gonna talk about this the last week i am hitting that like you wake up in your 30s and things you just oh, suck. i feel awful Every day I wake up, I feel terrible. I so I slept on my shoulder wrong one one day. Mm-hmm. I was at the gym and stretched like a mm-hmm. normal, helpful, supportive stretch, just a little too much, and my back started hurting. Even in the stretch, my back started hurting. Um, I I went for like a run and just wore bird dogs. Uh my dick and balls are just chapped still <laughs> like like 
<laughs> like I need to get cortisone like yeah. cream <clears throat> and like just make sure everything like is good. Like it is it is an insufferable itch most times of the day. My thing is that I frequently get inflammation in my knee mm. and like inflammation that I can feel like, you know, and you're yeah. like, that doesn't oh, yeah. feel, that doesn't feel yeah. good. Like it's just At like the- it. You kind of just like touch it and you're like, oh, it feels like loose and gooey in there. Yeah. And by, at, by the end of most school days, my ankles are just like pulsing of yeah. just like re- like heated, radiated pain. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like. I do think we are going to live longer than like like our parents generation like our parents generation are probably going to be like dying out in like their 80s and 90s i think we are going to be a generation that lives like well into late 90s but christ if it hurts now i can only imagine what the next 60 years is going to look like because it's that tom segura bit where it's like the 80 year old guy who he walks every time he sees him he's like he won't take me (laughs) how you doing bad Bad. he won't take me (laughs) um I also started, uh, I started doing this, uh, shoulder warm up where, yeah. Oh, I just a, do the rotator cuffs with weights and that's all, that's all I do. I need to find one. I'll, I'll give you my whole rundown of my shoulder warm ups. Love it. So first of all, take like five pound plates and do like standing, like full shoulders all the way up to touching mm. because it just engages like your whole shoulder. And then I do resistance band and i do like this way and then Mm -hmm. i do from here in so you're getting both ways of the shoulder like the way it rotates yeah and then like on like a squat rack or like what it doesn't have to be that but that's just what i use you take like on the the prong things you put a resistance band around it and then you grab it and you rotate your shoulder back oh and because it's like it's engaging, to, it's not a plane of motion that you're. Are you holding shoulder... it out this way and doing it, or are you yeah. like in front of you? No. Well, you can way. do it either way. Theoretically, it's probably engaging it different things. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it's also engaging like your your rotator cuff differently yeah. instead of just doing this. Oh yeah, it's because it's... it's the same motion of your shoulder. You're just taking out the stress on it. It's right here. I yeah. I've been feeling radiated, like right down where you have like that meat right here and in between where your pec starts. It's just, I can feel the tendon. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but I have noticed a, that like there's a huge discrepancy in my rotator cuffs. And I think that may have been my issue to begin with. And- I was really looking at myself today and it's like one shoulder is like, I'm like this. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe like my brain playing tricks on me and I feel like maybe the mirror is like fucking with me. But like every once in a while, I'll like be done with the set. I just I do remember it. I was with Sarah uh, and I come walking up and there's like a me- she's in front of me and behind her is a mirror and I can see myself and I'm like walking and I stop and one arm is longer than the other. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fucking good. Like, no, I don't know what. That's why I do so many single arm things too, like and dumbbell stuff, because it's like I'm like, I have to even like it's been like yeah. two years and I'm still not like evenly strong. Yeah. It, that's what I, <laughs> I, I feel the same way. If it, like I start doing like straight bar benching, I'm still going to be like pushing harder on my right. And like, like the left is now like falling that's, behind and shit. That's one area where like 
I never had like I never really did chess stuff, so I got to start from scratch there. So like I just went back to dumbbell or barbell benching. Yeah. But do you do wide grip or close grip? Well, I don't really do them that often or at all anymore, but I would do close grip because when I was doing it, it hurt my shoulder less to yeah. do closer because that's, so I went back. It was like military. Started... It would be like military push-ups. Like I'm not out here doing military. They're right close. And I'm just doing like yeah. right. It ends right yeah. here and I push forward. So that's the same idea in with dumbbells. I have been doing my shoulder. My elbows aren't flared out like this and I'm going like this. Yeah. You're, They're you're at a 45. Yeah, they're at like a 45 degree. That hurts. It's not it's not working your chest any differently. Like you're just changing like the the amount of tension on your shoulder. Yeah. My biggest thing, too, is like when for like just getting like a bigger it's all about the squeeze at the end. mm -hmm. Like you just hold hold it all in for like a split second and then you you continue repping out and everything. That was like the biggest like I saw a big improvement in my chesticles, my titties um, when I started squeezing a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you feel like a beast too when you do like the high to low cable flies where they're up here and you go, you bring them down and you do your Arnold Schwarzenegger pose. Yeah. I love that yep. shit. I love that cable flies versus like the fly machine. Oh, the fly Night machine. Day, is, dude. Flight ma- fly machine is trash. You got to hit it at the right. Like I like doing that at the end of a, of a set because it makes it feel like I'm actually doing something. If you hit it at the beginning when you're like all nice and loose and you're like, this does nothing. Like, I don't yeah. know what is happening. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think I, I have to get off and look at the diagram again and be like, am I doing it right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, hmm. I'm, I'm happy with what's been going on at the gym. I just now with school, like I was, I, I looked at all of my prior, like, um, my records of like me, what I would do each day in August. Um, my camp ended in August. Like the, it didn't even touch that month. I went to the gym. What, what did it come out to? Oh, like 17 times in the month of August. Yeah. So that's like, I would do like, it was like every once in a while I hit a Saturday, but it was like three times a week, a definite. Yep. Yeah. And then on top of it, I, I hit like f- maybe like one or twice, two times, like four times. It was like I was crushing it. And September already has come and gone. I went to the gym maybe seven times in September. Yeah. It was a busy month. Yeah. Busy month. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, I wrote down lesbian Velma. I got to think. Hold on. What is that? It sounds hot, dude. Oh, on a more recent uh like Scooby Doo episode or something, she like is uh like flirting and like is attracted to another girl. And so I'm here for it. I, now I know what it is. It was the it was like a clip of like an I uh an IGN like thing, like uh yeah. Velma confirmed lesbian because she's like attracted to another like uh female character. And then the quote tweet was a guy with a gun to his head going, <laughs> fuck, 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 man, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 man. No, don't do it to me. Yeah. I mean, that's like a, that's a, like a cosplay character that will never get old. Like if I see that on TikTok, I'm like, that, that orange sweater, man. God damn, dude. It doesn't even have to be tight. It can no. just be loose, but you just know that the allure. You just know there's some honkies under there, dude. Yeah. Like some, some nerdy honks. Yeah. <laughs> some yeah. glasses wearing un- yeah. untouched 
yeah buoys yeah um plus the the skirt as well and like the knee highs yeah. it's just yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. a it is like some... but, here, but here's the thing how many how how many scooby-doo videos are on pornhub where daphne and velma are always getting at it like, yeah no it's so like for fucking. this for that guy to be like fuck fuck no man no no like velma's been a lesbian yeah like dude, all the videos if you're not watching scooby-doo but you're still keeping up with scooby-doo you know uh, ips velma's a lesbian yeah 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 it's i'm i mean like been knowing that nothing new yeah no, no. we're not re- we're not reinventing the wheel here man we um what else did i have but also like how horny was the guy who like just a subtle bonk to who the guy who created velma oh yeah he knew he knew what he was doing <laughs> like let's look at i want to look at the very first image of velma 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 gay velma dinkley i want to see her, yeah here it is variety. That her, her last name was gay i I oh god the see already this is so you go Velma there's five images that pop up on Google the third one is a fan created like sexy version of Velma yeah um I also googled Velma Dink her last name is Dinkley okay um and the top story Velma is officially a lesbian in the new Scooby Doo movie and then I read that and then gay pride flags came raining down on the Google page. <laughs> I'm not joking you. Um, They're like, hell yeah. Thank you for your support. Velma's gay. Oh my God. Lesbian Velma finally reads one tweet, which has over 100,000 likes. We're now applauding cartoon characters for being, I guess it's like visibility, but again, like how many, what, I don't know. What's the, First appearance, Scooby-Doo, where are you, 1969? Give me what Velma looks like. Velma Dinkley. Yeah, she, yeah, I mean, the got bonk to the guy who created Joe Ruby and Ken Spears. Um, they made her with an oversized orange sweater. That is a bit revealing. And then literally like a skirt that if I had someone in my school wearing it it wouldn't pass the finger test yeah you put your hands at your side and then yeah, the other knee-high socks but again i want to reiterate a subtle bonk like not like yeah not like the like um red alert like you know tornado alarm yeah. bonk but like like it wasn't glaringly obvious but you you knew what you were doing yeah and then you have daphne blake that's her last name, Daphne. She's wearing pantyhose, and you can clearly see that. So there's at least some like hidden promiscuity with Daphne because she's got the pantyhose on. Velma is just showing bare kneecap and thigh. Uh, I'm for it. I don't you know what they say about a bare kneecap. And then Fred with his fucking ascot oh my god shaggy rogers do you know what his real name is no norville (laughs) (laughs) fucking norville fucking norville dude um that just uh, the whole that whole situation is like it just all sounds like a a porno like it was like from the beginning 
this was a porn plot. This was the this was the world's first uh, fan fiction. Yeah, was it, it, and it was get a, of a, it was of a bang bus. <laughs> yeah, ex- <laughs> <laughs> it was it was you know what would be well, you know what would be kinky is if we had all these demographics from a high school and they just bang each other in a in a van. We mm-hmm. got the stoner, we get the jock, we get uh the popular girl, we get the nerd, and then they're all just you know smushing in this big van uh why don't we throw a dog in it too yeah it's a classic like chicken and the egg situation with the and bang boss and scooby and then they started pitching it to like warner brothers uh viacom uh hannah uh-huh. hannah barbera and yeah. they were like we're gonna have like an adult uh sex film it's gonna be very progressive in the year 1969 um and then they said no and then they were like fuck it they solve mysteries and they're like okay and and thus Scooby Doo. You know who else was definitely just an absolute minx was Nancy Drew, dude. I know. <laughs> you were getting hard reading reading Nancy Drew. Yeah, dude. dude. I was fucking jerking off to some Nancy Drew erotica back in the day. Dude. Yeah, not even like I don't even know what Nancy Drew looks like. I don't think they ever had an image of Nancy Drew, but you yet no, you were... they had a whole movie where I think Drew Barrymore was Nancy Drew. Nah, dude, you're getting hard from the hardcover book. You're getting hard oh. as the hardcover books that the secret of the old clock. Dude. I'd clap the old schlong in there, dude. The hidden staircase leading to Duncan's ass. <laughs> the clue of the broken locket to my chastity belt. Yeah. <laughs> the message in the hollow oak that reads Duncan Duncan's horny. <laughs> I the mystery bomb. of the mystery of fire dragon, which is her crotch. She was a redhead dude. Sign me up. I know that was my that was my bit um, for Nancy Drew. Um, we can. Uh, I'm I'm good to wrap up. I do have a closing bit. Do you want to do some some Billy oh, C fuck. talk? We, we let's fuck my bit. Um, I'll s- remind me next time. Oh, yeah. wasn't I also supposed to tell a York story? Yeah, I think so. But want me to quickly do it? Want me quickly do a York story? You can. Uh, let's talk about Bill and we'll close with the York story because I got to find pictures of York. Um, I also have it up, uh, Bill, on my phone. So red flags of Bill Clinton, number 42. Number 42 in the presidential um, candidates, number one in your bed sheets. Yeah. Major green flag was getting sucked under the Oval Office desk. Yeah. Major red flag, Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, hold on. Let me pull it up. Um, I, I made a joke earlier about busting Hyman's. Um, yeah. So I can't remember the rest of that. But um, yeah, number one, him just being born and raised poor in Arkansas. Yeah. Like Arkansas is a, a garbage you know place. <clears throat> Fuck it. No, he, that's not a red flag. That's a, growing up poor. He's, he's got, that's that's going for him yeah unlike all the most of the others where they're like you know uh like all of daddy's money and uh just like all he bill clinton and obama are probably the only two uh presidents 
that aren't like raveled up in this like incest scandal where like every president is related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the two, they just don't match with the, you know, you know, the ID. He met Hillary Rodham Clinton at Yale. So he was able to go to Yale. He also went to Georgetown University, which is like not the best school. No, isn't that where Trevor Brown went? Yeah, I think so. No, he went to American. Sorry. I just think it's like the campus is like. I think Switzer went to Georgetown, didn't he? I think. No, he went to George Washington. Oh, university. These are all the same place in my brain. Yeah, might as well be. Um. Presided over the longest period of peacetime economic expansion in U.S. history. He signed in the law NAFTA, though. Like, are we for NAFTA? I can't remember. I don't remember what NAFTA is. To be it's specific. the North American Free Trade Agreement. Well, yeah, I'm reading it. I just don't remember the specifics. I think it's like tax-free trade in between Canada, U.S., and Mexico. Or something like that, or it's like we have like a like a we're gonna help each other out in economic crisis. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that good point. He um he did appoint RBG to the Supreme Court, which is pretty rad. He appointed someone else as well. Stephen Breyer, who I believe is, is he still alive? No, he died. Don't don't even know. I couldn't tell you anything that guy did. Yeah, he he left very recently. Was he he retired? He he retired like like three months ago. Succeeded by, oh, he uh, Brown Jackson took over. Kentanji Brown Jackson just took over for Stephen Breyer like in June. God damn. Wait, so we did get a good one back. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we didn't get a good one back. We just kept continued having a good one. Yes, exactly. Um, so NAFTA was NAFTA was overall a good thing. It positively affected yeah. no, most I know it's of good. North America. It basically saved Mexico. Yeah. From like because they would have like employed like there is they would have like there would have been an economic collapse and which would have led to like a civil war and all this other stuff. Yeah, because basically like they weren't getting like no one was outsourcing manufacturing to Mexico, but now it started. But then Trump just NAFTA doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Right, that was talking NAFTA. <laughs> he he was not born Clinton. Do you know this? No. His, his birth name is Blythe. <clears throat> and his mom married his stepmom, Clinton, and that's how he got the name. So he's like a his bastard. His mom married his stepmom? Yeah. His step-mom. mom married his, his stepdad. Oh, okay. You said yeah. stepmom. I was like, wow, that is progressive for backwoods. Is that, I think that's a red flag that he's still flaunting around with Clinton. Mm-hmm. Clinton was born William Jefferson Blythe III. What a fucking name. That's um, a terrible name. His parents had married on September 4th, real close to 9-11, Bill. Jeez, kind of close. Um, 1943. 
Um, the union later proved to be uh, be big. U.S.S. Blythe was still married to his third wife. Virginia traveled to New Orleans to study nursing soon after Bill was born, leaving him ho- him in hope with her parent, Eldridge and Edith, who owned and ran a small grocery store. At the time, the southern United States was racially segregated. Clinton's grandparents sold goods on credit to people of all races. Uh, well, there you go. Although he immediately assumed the name of his stepfather's surname, it was not until Clinton turned 15, 15 that he formally adopted the surname Clinton as a gesture towards, towards him. Clinton, okay, Clinton, so- des- Clinton described his stepfather as a gambler and an alcoholic. Good job, Bill. Taking on a name you didn't need to in the name of a degenerate man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, in general, Clinton's presidency wasn't very eventful. Like it wasn't one no. of the ones that had it. Like the most eventful thing was Lewinsky. If yeah, well, it's, if nine eleven had happened during his presidency, no one would fucking talk about Lewinsky. No, I can tell you that much. No. So the whole this, I I talk about this with with my kids. He was in technically, if you want to think about it, as a mini golden age of America economic prosperity. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of uh, like I believe towards the beginning of his presidency, maybe like. Gulf War, uh, like Desert Storm not stuff even. was it was not no. There was some no. foreign policy with Iraq, and it was the beginning of Saddam Hussein. Well, so, so I was going to get out, to like, that because it was the Bosnian and Kosovo wars, and then he expanded NATO, and then yeah. it was. Um, but it wasn't this stuff, like long stuff against Saddam Hussein. Yeah, it wasn't this so, heavy-handed involvement of the U.S. No, so it was like no. we were living in a time of peace, and so. Clinton did a really good job. The the reason we talk so much about the sucky sucky cigar uh, vagina act is because nothing else. Because happened. he was doing every he was doing all the right stuff. He's like gotta, the third highest rated president of all time. This this is the way our world works. It's like we have like this is cancel culture before cancel culture. Yeah. Yes, obviously he had an affair with an intern. It's a conflict of interest and everything, but. You like you just said it's if a classic something email else, Goku. Yeah. If something bad had happened, mm-hmm. it would have completely we wouldn't be talking about Monica. There no. wouldn't be a Saint John. She wouldn't even be a, called a household name. No. And so we just we have to find the fault in everyone. And yeah. it, this is a serious fault. A yeah. man that likes to, you know, uh, dip, dip his pen in company ink. Uh, but I mean. The amount of jokes that came out of it alone, I think he, he has paid retribution. He also has had the soul sucked out of him. Have you seen him now? He looks like Skeletor. Him and Tom Brady. Yeah, well, they're both on the same well, avocado diet. It's because you know what? Whoa, conspiracy time. It's because both of them can't go to Epstein's Island and get sucky sucky from old boys. That is the fountain of youth is pedophilia. Yeah, dude. <laughs> So I'm saying they've unlocked the secrets, bro. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. The, uh, there's not many say, red flags to, to Clinton. Yeah. So like his I big mean, red flag is you got caught. Yeah. Uh, also, big red flag is like associations with Epstein, all that kind of nonsense. Yeah. But we're looking for more subtle red flags. Yeah. One of them being the definitely his involvement in the Middle East and his foreign policy decisions. Um. I would say almost unquestionably had some impact on the past like decade, decade and a half of mm. like nine 11 and afterwards, because yeah. 
like the U.S. solution to everything is just pump money into it, for, like just fund the the people against the people that we don't like. So like he was just funding the people who are opposing Saddam Hussein, but like you're just like that money doesn't have like a or yeah. money and whatever else. It's not like it has like restrictions. It's not like a fucking I don't even know what to say, but like no, I I, I once that. it goes over there, it can go anywhere. Like it doesn't have, it's not autonomous. Yeah. So like we sent all that shit over there, but then it could have ended up in whosoever's hands. And then also whoever ends up taking power. Yeah. And then who's to blame at the end? We were the ones that started this shit. Yeah. Billy, Billy boy, Billy boy. Um, he oh, he does, boy. he does play a mean sax. Yep. He also did uh, help um, indirectly help um, magic Johnson. How's that now? Was he uh, was he standing in support of AIDS? Yeah, the Clinton Foundation does a lot of work with HIV and AIDS. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So so far on our list of Orange Man, Barrio, and Bushy, Bills. Bills I'm, up I'm there putting, with red flags. I'm. Yeah, I'm. Well, in terms of like being a good president. Oh yeah, definitely a lot of red flags, but also definitely the best. I would He's say just have a fun time. Yeah, in a in a golden age, in a golden age when there's there's prosperity, um, there's a lot of free time to do leisurely activities like yeah. have sex with your intern. Yeah, and you know, visit various millionaires' islands. Exactly. Pleasure is leisure. No. Leisure is pleasure. Power is money. I, I would say if we were to be, we do need to start a definitive ranking system of this. I think right now Bill's one. In, but like, what's the ranking? Is it the ranking of most, most red of flags? Most, most red flags. Oh, then no. Then Bill is four currently. We've only done three. I thought we did Trump. I think we did I, various... thought we just, I thought we just skipped Trump altogether. Because he would automatically be at the bottom. <laughs> he would automatically have the most red flags. Yeah. Okay. Then it's if we're just if we're not counting Trump, it would be. Oh no! We then we did do, do four. Technically, yeah. If we're counting Trump, Trump one, Bush two. Ugh. Or are we gonna put Bush two, Clinton three, or Clinton two, Bush three? I think we put Clinton two, Bush three, Barrio four. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Barrio is last. I would say that in terms of like, uh, but I mean, the Epstein stuff is pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty. But it's a I, tough look. I, I like it. I, Bush is I, Bush should be three just because he's just a bumbling idiot. And his red flags are just like him just being dumb like at from a, at, oil money. Yeah. At like a seventh grade reading level. Yeah. And also, I think that had 9-11 not happened, like, so let's flip flop Bush and um clinton right in mm. terms of like their place in literal history if 9-11 had not happened during bush's presidency there would have been nothing there would have been no Lewinsky scandal no nothing no and if 9-11 yeah. had happened during um clinton's presidency then all of the other red flags would have just been wiped away exactly yeah yeah, yeah. there would which there still a long list yeah i i would say maybe 
maybe if 9-11 happened during Clinton's, we would have only learned about Pizzagate like two years from now. Like yeah. 2024, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pizzagate <laughs> would have been big talk. Yeah. But since it didn't and we had a lot of time to talk about the Clintons, it yeah. it, it people started talking about it in 2019. Yeah. They were like, OK, yeah, yeah, we got a. <laughs> no, I think have you guys heard been around this? for way longer than that. But it, but it, but people talking about it on fucking podcasts and it yeah, being yeah. like it, it being, it like being part talked of the zeitgeist. About, yeah, it being talked about like it, it, well, it all it all came up with the Epstein stuff. It, here's something that we, we it would take us an entire episode to talk about, and we can just throw it out there as uh, as a brain teaser for the listeners. Nine eleven happens during Clinton's presidency, and a lot of like his red flags are just not talked about because of like how serious 9-11 is is epstein still alive if that happens that's a good question i don't know i think because you you just have to see the reverberation of clinton's basic impeachment and his the question of Hillary's involvement and what's the family life? Who is he associated with? How is this intern getting here? And then you start to see, you know, the 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 guest list to all these parties that the Clintons so, hold and the beneficiaries of the, who the Clinton foundations get. And it's Epstein, it's Weinstein, it's I think that both Clinton and Epstein are victims i'll use that term loosely of loosely loosely of cancel culture Eddie Money, which i think was loosely. In, completely independent of that and so i don't think it would have mattered i think they would have dug it up regardless yeah and i think Epstein, that also Epstein still would have been been uh it and i think also hillary hillary running in 2016 was kind of the catalyst for the it catalyst regardless. to all of it yeah so i think it's it has no like i think bill is just kind of like a, a stand uh uh a scapegoat i would say maybe not even a scapegoat just a like, retroactive scapegoat maybe yeah he was just like a bystander for all of it really yeah he was a he husk was, yeah, even back then he was standing he was on a puppet. islands and private planes and yeah you know standing like, in in children's mouths and you know yeah. that kind insertion and in, into minus yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. We can ra- good talk. We can wrap up with my last little York story. So I have videos I'll show you. This is all from one night, and I thankfully have it on my phone. Um, it is December 13th, 2014. It starts with um the, the my friend who's actually like a professional lacrosse player. Um, who won the, the national championship in the PLL where we, he is Jewish and we, uh, pick him up as we sing like the hala nagila, hala nagila, as we, as we do that. And he almost falls out of his chair. So that was the big, that was around I'm on that. four o'clock <laughs> on, I'm assuming a Saturday and we throw him out of, the, we throw him out of the chair and we're like, and then there's just this picture, which is yep. the infamous Jamie Lilly right here. Yep. And congrats, Daniel Mangle, on getting engaged. Um, I thought this was a very stepbrothers esque photo. They that it was is. just completely candid. And then, uh, 
Jamie Lilly, uh, I usually every year around Christmas time, around this time, send him this video. Yeah. Um, and he goes, the coast, the ghost of Christmas past almost got me that night. <laughs> and if you watch him, this is one of those infamous house parties where we're dancing. That's the a kid Bubba. We're dancing. Keep your eyes on Jamie Lilly. He feels a ghost tap him right there and he has to spin around to make sure he wasn't <laughs> wasn't taken. Um, if I can remember properly, the rest of that night, that was girls lacrosse's house. Yeah. We begrudgingly always like needed to go to girls lacrosse house just because like a couple guys like were were in relationships with not those girls that own the house, but like with some girls on the team. Yeah. So we and it was always just a shit show. Poop girl lived there, which was a girl who consistently blacked out and shit her pants. And she would like sleep around with a couple of like our friends on the team or like even basketball kids. One of the a whole nother story, but one of the, one of the times that a basketball kid um, who I was buddies with in a class came up to me and was like, uh, my roommate brought home poop girl and she pooped in his bed. And I was like, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry, Trevor. Very uh, sorry for your loss. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, where did you, where are you sleeping tonight? And he goes, not there. And so <laughs> we hated, we hated that house so much that whenever we could, we would destroy the place. We wouldn't put holes <laughs> in like the walls and everything, yeah. but it would be, we would be at that, that girl's house and it was just chaos. They always had potted plants and they kept resoiling them. And we would rip it out <laughs> and throw the various plants around the room. I'm, I'm dirt everywhere, dude. <laughs> dirt everywhere. And by the end of the night, someone was pissing in that <laughs> potted plant. Actually, it, it not even at at some point in the night, like as if like no. It, sometimes we ran in there and pissed in the plant, and then like went and then continued on our way. Um, that that. Christmas night, I do remember um, someone peeing in the potted plant early <laughs> and someone <laughs> tricking someone else. He scooped up dirt and goes and puts it in a tin of like skull and goes, here, man. And he put it in his mouth. He put the dirt and he goes, he goes, oh, you gave me dirt. Like, what the fuck? We used to do that sometimes, but this was piss dirt. Um <laughs> That was Pister. And then I remember we put Witcher, the Jewish kid, on the chair again. And he cracked his head and left a dent in the ceiling. And that was about that was about all I can remember from that night. <laughs> Just based off of those those pictures and those videos. Oh. That was a that was a good night. That was a holiday celebration. A full, <laughs> all-inclusive celebration. A festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was probably yelling festivus. Yeah. But uh oh. from piss, the ghost piss dirt is a 10 out piss of 10. Dirt. Piss dirt is pretty like, good. <laughs> I was just originally like my, in my head. Um because obviously, like I then I come up with like a whole mental extrapolation of these stories to fill in the yeah. blanks, and like that every time the lacrosse girls had a party, you guys would just destroy their plants. And every day, like every time they'd wake up and be like, "We just... don't know who's doing this to our plants." <laughs> no, they know it's us. They're in yeah. the room. They're they're going stop. Just don't do it. And we're like, but "Fuck you." Some somehow. <laughs> It's more believable that they were just like, I don't know who's doing this. 
because yeah. that then that would that would possess them to repot them every yeah. single time. <laughs> yeah, no, it it is like dirt flying as like pong is being see, played and like yeah, people see, are that was yeah. that was their Peter Griffin and the chicken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> staring into the staring into the face of just an unsurmountable, immovable object is the lacrosse team going ripping apart plants. Always, yeah. It's that was just, you get them outside. Was, all the plants are safe indoors though. You better fucking watch your plants. Oh, we would. Yeah, it would. It was. And it was weird because so that house you would, it, it was like one, it was on the corner and it would be um like the back of the house would be facing um campus and it was near the freshman dorm. So like every time we would like walk onto Jackson street, walk onto like the, the off campus area, we would be walking by that house. And with my first year, they stopped basically inviting us over like the whole team. Yeah. The, my sophomore year, but my freshman year, whenever we walked by, there would be girls hanging outside or like in their kitchen waiting for like the freshmen to walk by and be like, where are you guys going? Like, Oh, like where's the lacrosse team having parties. And we slowly found out by springtime, we'd be like, fuck you. Like we're not having a party with you. Like we were like, we would, I would be like, I'm, we're going to boys basketball. And they're like, you're having a mixer with boys basketball. And I go, yeah, we're all gay. Bye. And I would just like <laughs> keep walking. Cause I'm like, we're not, I'm, we're not hanging out at your house again. Your house no. sucks. You yell at all of us and like you complain and then we destroy your plants and yeah. you know, you cry and that's the night. It was like the couple of houses that we went to in Amherst. I can think of probably two off the top of my head that it was just like, we would go there because we knew people, but mm. it would, it just sucked every single yeah. time. And so eventually we just stopped. We'd be like, no, you know we're going to go to the bars. You know, what sucked is what the house that I always like just felt uncomfortable in was the one. It wasn't Hannah's house, but it was her friends that we'd always go to right outside of Southwest. I can't yeah, remember the sunset house sunset. See, I and then Sunset was also where a lacrosse uh, house was, but on the other side of the intersection. And like, that was fun. But the yeah. Sunset, that was just like, I, I know we all had good times there, but I was also just like, I'm uncomfortable here. Yeah. I was also well, the was, night when Sarah was... got too drunk and waved a knife at me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. to me, it was. What was the street that Prez was off of? Was that? like north street or something yeah. it was something generic it was like main uh, or like north it wasn't it wouldn't have been main street was it all i can think of is the fucking townhouses it wasn't by the townhouses right no it was by the townhouses but it wasn't the townhouses um but I just remember there was one house that was like an absolute frat house that we'd go to like once in a blue moon. Yeah. And no, it was I like do. a bunch of I, fratty kids who I would do always remember, just yell at us. Yeah. I do remember our senior year, us like going to that house. I know exactly what you're talking about. And going there was to there another for like one that was second, down by for like a y. second and then just ending the night at Laura's place. Yeah. There was another one that was by Big Y that we would go to sometimes. Yeah, I know that Laura one. would um, always drive to, and it was the same situation where it was like a bunch of frat, like it was on the street frat that, kids. It was on the street that had Amherst uh, College's like field, right? Yeah, that is where I believe Jack Queenan is living. 
Yes. He's, yes. We had this conversation. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah. no, I know that house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've been, I've had, so I've been there with you with like, like the frat kids. Yeah. And then the very next year was, it was some of my friends who were like yeah. lacrosse, some lacrosse kids, but also frat kids. And I remember you being like, where is it? And then we showed up and you were like, oh, no, I hate these kids. And then I think we went in and it was different kids. And you're like, oh, okay, this is fine. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, um, I'm excited. We got to continue the York stories because I think then we're slowly going to unravel Amher stories. Oh, yeah. It's just all it takes a- is like a picture. That's going to be a debacle. Yeah. All it takes is a picture. Like if I just go through, just find the next. Yeah. Like I already have like the next, the next story. I will say a lot of Amherst stories though are less interesting because of bars. House parties are more interesting than bars. There is. Oh God. I'm seeing some crazy shit. Yeah. There is definitely like the bar aspect. It's like, it's, it's, it's fight or flight. In, yeah. in the bar situation like you can't it's it's very hard to make memories and and whatnot you are simply there to get drunk and then go and survive post game in prez and that's yeah. where the shenanigans happen exactly yeah i well, remember more, more to come i remember being blackout drunk and coming out of it it must have been <clears throat> it must have been after homecoming because we were with tyler for some reason Pittman. no like maggie tyler oh yeah and we were up in presidential i don't know with if I was there. them and i got the email or i finally like looked at my email for some unknown reason and saw that i had gotten that internship with the senator <laughs> i don't <laughs> I think like, i was there for that but that is wild we, we may have split up after that but yeah yeah and I just, it was a very surreal moment where, like, I was like, what is happening? Uh, All right. I need to go to the gym. I just yep. gas this pre-workout, and I am cooking. Betty. Well, um, folks, this has been the Chonestone Podcast. Um, follow us on the shits. Stay tuned for 41 HW and another York Amherst story. Yeah. Keep it, I'm excited keep it sleazy. For- the future yeah. this is a we're getting into the part of presidential history that i'm not, like we were certainly not alive for this and therefore no. i'm far less familiar with it and this is going to be the fun red flags yeah us like us we, like coming to the pod being like <clears throat> you're not going to believe this shit yeah. that grover <clears throat> cleveland did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right <clears throat> keep it sleazy uh, and i'm out Hey, baloney, uh, don't become a roofer. Or do mm-hmm. if it's like literally life. It's become a roofer or be killed. Yeah, or leave one action. <laughs> Only facts, I will shoot up. Baby duck if it quacks with a Ruga. Top billing, come cops and billing it. Shots is block shipped out and bought, and y'all feeling it. LP killing it. Killer Mike killing shit. What more can I say? We top billing it.